0: Everyone, pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Rachel and Faye. Hello. Hello. How's it going?
1: Uh. What what is that noise? Oh, just like I'm happy to be here. It's oh, been so okay. long. It wasn't
0: a groan. Yeah. It was no, no, a no, no. Oh, we're back.
1: Like, uh, oh, I'm here. The natural rhythm of the universe <laughs> is has back. Returned. In order, yes.
0: Look at your little pin.
1: Yes, it's uh, it's for my company.
0: Oh, okay, because I was like, what is S?
1: Yes, uh, it's for the um, creative studio I work for. Oh, I uh, like it. I put it on when I was in San Francisco for work to be like, look, I'm branded. Solidarity. But I <laughs> forgot it's still on there. <laughs>
0: Great. Well, it looks cute. And I did wear
1: this to work, so yeah, it's embarrassing.
0: You uh, can make it. something
2: up. Tell people it means something else.
0: Well, you reminded me by saying that, Faith. I wanted to ask you this question because oh. you know how I am now just fully immersed in Harry Potter world. Yeah, as you should mm, yes. be. Mm-hmm. So I have finished the books. Good. <gasps> we are going to record a bonus episode at my Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Fun. Yes. Dot com slash Allison Kilkenny. So go sign up up, go sign up, up.
1: Go sign up, up and you away.
0: Sign up, up and away over there if you want to hear it. And but someone sent in questions where they were like ask all of your co-hosts what yes. Hogwarts house they are in. Uh, okay, so uh, this is controversial. Ooh. I'm a border. I'm I'm a border. No, that's not controversial. Most people have said this is how Charles phrased it. So okay. I am a um oh, he said he's a Hufflepuff with Ravenclaw rising, is that
1: it? <laughs> Me too. Really? <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm actually a Ravenclaw with Hufflepuff rising okay. because um i'm how do i put this uh smart yeah. um <laughs> so i feel like i'm i like if i look at the history of who i was growing up i, I had very much ravenclaw study tendencies but i also was the one in all my ap classes who was like come to my improv show sure sure um and i feel like improvisers are 100% hufflepuffs i i got or seven. gryffindor True, I guess. Yeah, I'm just a derp. <laughs> I got a Slytherin, but I believe with a
0: Ravenclaw rising. Yeah, oh, I that makes sense.
1: That. Yeah, so you're you're a Puff. I I think I'm a Ravenclaw with Puff tendencies. You're a a Puffclaw. I'm a Puffclaw, <laughs> <laughs> a Raven Puff, a Raven Puff.
0: You're a Raven Puff, adorable. Uh, Faith,
1: I already asked you.
2: This. Yeah, I'm yeah. just full on Ravenclaw. I have right. no mitigating tendencies that yes. would soften my pursuit of knowledge
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the way to answer it <laughs> uh, i don't want to soften my pursuit of knowledge
2: yeah
0: a classic Ravenclaw. meanwhile
1: i do a voice so we know we know I'm uh somebody needs
0: attention always yes uh me too me. same that's not a judgment maybe that's some gryffindor then uh yeah but are you like
2: ambitious about it or are you just being a showy little
1: pony? a ham a ham
2: I mean, being ambitious about it would be Slytherin. Being a ham would be Gryffindor.
1: Yes. I just am, which is helpful. You're (laughs)
0: ambitious. You just shot your own web series in which you produced it, cast it, wrote defiantly she was the only writer. We were like, hey, do you need help? And she was like, stay away from my project. (laughs) Slytherin. (laughs) Oh, no,
1: I'm not a Slytherin. Am I a Slytherin? No, you're not. No, I don't think so. (laughs) You're very ambitious. I I am ambitious. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm like ambitious in a fun way. Like I wouldn't, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Great.
2: (laughs) We totally settled that question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll move on for the sake of the friendship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I'm cutthroat? Uh, I think you can have your moments like in a good way. Yeah. But I don't think I would ever like sabotage someone. No. I think I would be like, I hate this person. I think you would go like a
0: thousand percent on something that most people would be like, let's just
1: phone it in. What's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a tryhard. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of it. You are a tryhard.
0: Uh, cool. So <laughs> I started watching the movies and Fine. I just I'm powering through the first two in the same way, I powered through the first two
2: books, mm-hmm. which is like they're very, very clearly kids' movies. Which is well, yeah, because Jake Carolling uh, like really aged everything up, like yeah, as the characters right, age, which right. Yeah. Uh,
0: they progressively, the books get progressively more complex, the movies get progressively darker.
1: Uh, you don't think that they're kids, like very clearly kids' movies? I watch these movies so often as an adult, and I'm like, my am home, um, but I don't, I don't think yeah, when I was a kid, I, mean, I thought they were too scary. Okay. So adult me is like, this is my perfect.
0: Right. But like as a kid, I think I would have thought they were scary. But like watching them, like I had already seen the first movie uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. So I just rewatched it to sort of like brush up on it. Yeah. But I had never seen Chamber of Secrets and I'm watching (gasps) it now.
1: Allison. It's... (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> it's so good sorry no I'm, no it's i'm enjoying
0: it i just you know why i think it's a little less scary for me because i grew up with lord of the rings so i was like mm. yeah giant yeah i didn't
1: get in that
0: yeah 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 i like i had already seen it yeah. so actually that's why i didn't read harry potter for a long time because someone was explaining the plot to me and i was like you mean lord of the rings <laughs> they're like no no it's like different because it's magic and i was like yeah, yeah but you just said giant spiders and the name is weirdly close to aragorn yeah yeah <laughs> Like, it sounds like Lord of the Rings to me. So I was like, why would I read these books? Uh, and now I get it, everyone. I get it. Don't send me
2: hate mail. I understand the appeal. Good. See, I wasn't allowed to read them as a kid because my parents thought they were uh, real witchcraft and would, well, not just that, but that the kids were like rebelling against the adults all the time. Right. It would teach you like bad was, like, lessons. Oh, uh, Lordy. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, <You're, like, laughs> honestly, like when I was reading those books that t- <laughs> that did strike me, like were Dumbledore Confides in Harry like several times, and I'm like, he's a child. <laughs> yeah. Tell him to go back to his room. You <laughs> know, like when they're asking his opinions and stuff, I was like, no adult ever asked me anything like that growing up. I
1: feel like, well, you're an only child too. Mm-hmm. I just feel like me and adults were like homies, but I've also they been... never asked me
0: for
2: fucking
1: advice. They would talk. I like didn't get yeah. like baby talked to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But no one was like, hey, what do you think we should do about the credit card payments? <laughs> <laughs> What's the feedback? Like, no, nothing like that. <laughs> What's the deal? What's the de- Um. What else did I want to ask you? Oh, yeah. So I don't want to talk about the movies too much because I'm going to record this bonus yeah. episode. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you guys if there's anything you're watching, reading, or listening to right now before we get to... Guys, it's a Monday episode, so a
1: very excellent interview is coming up. I'm so excited. Cool. Uh, you got any Wrecky Rex? recs? Yes. Right now I am watching um, one of the finest pieces of television I think that has ever been created. My God, don't build it up too much. Uh, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I am heartbroken I'm not staying up to speed I went this back, season. I went back to season one and I was rewatching. So I've been re- re-watching my way through. Um, it's just, ooh, gold. Everyone's awful. Um, like
0: more so than other seasons because they've always been awful well i'm i, I
1: i'm i on season four right now because i oh, rewatched sure sure three. sure. okay yes uh so they're as awful as ever um yeah not good at all who's
0: your favorite character and who's your least favorite character go
1: my favorite character to hate yeah, or well, like, like who do let I... me
0: rephrase because everybody's off on Vanderpump rules. Yes. So when I say favorite, like most enjoyable character. Uh
1: Stassi. Yes. I think she's hysterical. She's
0: very oh fine. my god,
1: when she goes on off on these rants that are like, I will cut off his dick, feed it to his mom, send her down the ocean, then <laughs> Plant a giant mechanical shark. The one from Jaws. I found it. Her name is Megan. <laughs> the Meg. Yeah. This is yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. doing.
0: My favorite Stasi is birthday Stassi. Because
1: she it's is a lunatic. Birthday. birthday. I'm 25. It's my birthday. Like <laughs> it's my birthday. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I also love Jax because he's such an idiot. He's very stupid. And he will blatantly lie about things that they have on tape. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, going to get busted, He'll bro. Like, uh, no, I never said that cut to hey baby I'm gonna fuck you <laughs> I never said I was
0: gonna fuck her uh, bro I described Jax as because someone was asking me about Vanderpump Rules and I was like he is an actor slash bartender and is as
1: awful as that sounds
0: <laughs> yes yeah like he is the worst human being uh,
1: well, go watch it Um, my real listening wreck though is I'm um, I think I've wrecked her on the show before because she's the best but Jesse Ware Oh yes, um, came out with a new song, mm-hmm. and it is different than her her normal stuff, her old stuff, um, and it's a little bit '90s club hit, giving me a little Madonna, and I love it. Awesome! So go listen to Jessie Ware. Oh yeah, uh, cool. and are you reading anything? <laughs> <laughs> I actually got really sad because Chloe texted me the other day and was like, "I know you don't read, but blah 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 blah," and I was like. No, 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 Wait, no, no, no. the rest no. Of <laughs> She was recommending a book to me. Oh, okay. I know you don't read, and that honestly made me so sad. I feel like I haven't been reading, but then I was like, but I've been listening to audiobooks. I just don't, I don't have any free time. I have one free night a week, mm-hmm. and I choose to turn my brain off, but I have this plan where I'm going to go through all of the books I should have read in college mm. or like read half-heartedly in college. Ooh, careful um, cuz some are on there that should not be on there. I I took this like real hippy dippy class called The Human Event. Mm. That was a year-long class where we read classics and then also like we read the Quran, the Bible, mm everything uh that sounds like a dope class yeah and then we just sat around and talked about what it meant to be a human mm, I miss college yeah <laughs> oh it my was God. really cool there's a there's a lot from that class where I, I kept all of my books from that class that I'm like I should go back and read this so I'm gonna start reading Gilgamesh because that was the first book that we sure. read in that class so what up <laughs> yeah
0: also I'm pro audiobooks now I used They're to be great. very like snooty about it where I'm like yeah but you're not reading the words but I don't know. That's also an option because when I'm on the subway, Mm -hmm. I listen to music and I don't like having another sense sort of blocked. Like Mm -hmm. I'm reading and I'm listening Mm because I got to watch out for predatory men (laughs) because I'm a woman. So I haven't been reading as much on the subway, but audiobooks
1: is like a good,
0: good combination.
1: I'm also learning to read music right now. So that's That's taking up my subway time. Wow. I'm busy. Really, that's I am cool. a reader. I mean, you're working on a skill. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's super valuable.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> F- Thank you, Faith. Faith, do you have any recs?
2: Yeah. Um. So I have been watching the Addams Family and Bewitched. Hell yeah. Yes. Like the original 1960s TV shows. So much fun. I uh, love
0: Bewitched. Bewitched was my so. my shit. My extreme shit.
2: It's
1: you can't see it but I'm wiggling my nose right now. You were about to sneeze
0: and then I <laughs> forgot we were talking about Be I'm like, "Oh, she's trying to twitch her nose right now." In my head the little <laughs> digga
1: digga digga digga.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, Samantha Stevens is just the absolute best.
1: I was yes. going to say hot. <laughs> <laughs> that too. I mean, yeah. Also, uh
0: I used to do Gladys's voice all the time. As, As you should. As no. <laughs> my so mom
2: fun. used to do that impression too <laughs> when we were kids and we had like no idea what she was talking it's about because we
0: weren't allowed f- to watch <gasps> tv so you just saw your mom was nuts
1: uh, I feel like Samantha and then plus Mary Tyler Moore on the Dick Van Dyke show yes. their wardrobes oh, were unreal. like my jam my friend at work um like changed into a different outfit for an ice skating lesson whatever <laughs> okay but uh she came back, and I was like, ooh, you're giving me Mary Tyler Moore circa Dick Van Dyke. And everyone was like, the fuck, Rachel? I was like, no, that. As in they're too young to get the reference? Or they... They were just, like, w- not expecting me to come up with that reference. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I almost
0: got very sad. I was like, did they not know what Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> was?
1: I don't know that for sure. I know mm-hmm. the person that I was Gotta saying say was g- giving me those vibes would know what it was. Mm-hmm. But... um
0: anyways <laughs> so you're watching yeah. old adams family have you seen the new movies i have not they're great they're really
2: really good. they're they're always on netflix so i should
1: yeah they're so good um, you should also listen to the uh musical
2: oh okay it's really Will
1: good do. wednesday adams has the song that i love cool cool um when was
2: that a thing out
1: um i honestly don't know it's okay. modern, though, and I don't think it lasted very long. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Gotcha, I'll, gotcha. I'll Google it. Um, <laughs> that one also my mom used to reference all the time because she would get it mixed up with the monsters. and so oh, whenever sure. we ate monster cheese, she would do the Adam's Family theme song. Snap <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> okay. <have> her fingers. <laughs>
1: okay. um, I never saw the monsters. What's the Munsters theme song? Uh, I don't know. Great
2: question.
0: Because <laughs> uh, I don't think that'll get us taken off air if I... YouTube bad.
2: Probably not. Um they were both on at the exact same time, both for two seasons.
1: Herman Monsters is married to I can't remember her name, and then it's Morticia and
2: Gomez Adams.
1: I think in my brain I have Morticia and Herman married.
2: Oh, wow,
0: that's scandalous. Okay, i found the
1: theme song. Hold on. And the kids in the Monsters are normal. Oh yeah, that's right. It was a- do, 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 do. Oh, I love this! No, yeah.
2: Do, 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 do.
1: Are you thinking
2: oh. of the Adam's
1: family? No, I'm. Do, do. This is also
2: a Fallout Boy song. It's
0: in that's the background. That's why yeah. I'm
2: confused,
0: guys. I'm just gonna pause this very quickly. <laughs> what you mean is the
2: Fallout Boy sample? Stole the this? Monster. Yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's a I just Fallout had. Boy song. I had no idea. <laughs> is what it was.
0: Yeah. I love that you tried to fight me on it. You're like, "No, that's uh, Fallout boy." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I forgot it was like sort of um 60s surfer rock. Yeah. And like yeah.
1: the, the kids are like norm they're not monsters. Cuz don't they have a daughter named Barbie or no a niece named Barbie? There's like a young girl. She's like very girl. blonde. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a young girl. Uh, Eddie
0: is a little weird looking. He
1: has um a deep the um, uh,
0: Widow's Peak. Widow's Peak, yeah. I cut mine off
1: in third grade because I was so embarrassed. Do you have a Widow's Peak? It, I like don't know if third grade Rachel ruined it, but I had a very pronounced Widow's Peak, and I was so embarrassed by it that I cut it off, and then it grew in weird. <laughs> but I have like a bit of one. Oh, I see it. I just part my hair differently. That is bananas that you tried to cut it off.
2: Uh, I mean, guys. if you didn't try to butcher your hair as a kid, were you even <laughs> a kid?
0: <laughs> yeah, but the, oh, Rachel scalped herself. Uh, So let's get to our interview. I spoke with uh, Cassie St. On. She is a brilliant writer for television. Uh, She's previously written for David Letterman, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, and she's got a dope new job now that she's going to talk about in the interview. Go follow her on Twitter at Cassie spelled C-A-I-S-S-I-E. Tell her how much you enjoyed the interview, that's always lovely when you guys do that. And please, enjoy. So I've just been checking in with people about their media diet at the moment. So that could be anything like you're watching, listening to, or reading right now that's giving you a little escape from the world. So yeah, let's start with
3: what are you watching? Oh my gosh. My TV is all, I guess I'm a cord cutter, like an unintentional cord cutter because I recently moved to Los Angeles and I just haven't been able to be unbusy enough to get cable yet. So, (laughs) um, so I have, I just finished Claws, uh, the most recent season of Claws. Um, are you familiar? I'm not. What is that? That's, um, this super fun slash dramatic slash kind of campy, um, nail salon drama starring niecy nash and just a great cast of characters and it's so good this past season was so good like it rivals like i think that people would say this is a campy show and it's like a a lot of fun show and people might even call it a guilty pleasure even though i hate when people refer to something as a guilty pleasure because why be guilty about something that you enjoy um unless it hurts anyone um but i think that it rivals like some prestige television for just being excellent this past season so Uh, yeah where where is that like where can people watch it um, people can watch clause on, uh, let me see, let me see. I think it's on TNT. Okay. C- I think, uh, yeah, TNT, Claws is on TNT. Very um, cool. So then the other thing that I've been watching is Lodge 49, uh, I've been you know I hadn't been watching it and then people said it was kind of fun and so I started watching that on um on what is it on <laughs> <laughs> Is it TNT? On, on AMC. Oh, AMC. No, it's on AMC. <laughs> and uh so I sort of binged all the past episodes and now I'm super into it and like waiting for the waiting for the new most recent episode i'm also watching insecure
0: okay go back to lodge 49 because that was another yeah. one that i have not heard of uh okay what is what is that about
3: lodge 49 is just about this guy that's like going through everything like he's kind of like a shiftless california you know you think like kind of like just a free spirit but then maybe he's just it's revealed that he's kind of down on his luck and he and his sister have been going through some bad times they just lost their dad and he they lost his business which was like a pool cleaning business and then this guy just sort of gets in his mind to join this like kind of lodge this like it's almost like a masonic temple like Mm -hmm. on the you know that it has like some mysterious to him, it has some mysterious properties that he thinks, like, if he can get in with these people, that it's going to turn his life around. So kind of like and... culty vibes? Kind of, but the truth is, it's really just like a lodge, like, in your hometown, and, like, none of these people are, um, you know, they just think it's a place to hang out, and I don't think they take it super seriously. It's just a place to go and have, like, fellowship and some drinks, but I think we're going to see, I don't know, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I think there might be more to it that meets these people's um, awareness. Okay, very cool. And this, like, kind of down-on-his-luck character might be on to something about it being life-changing, or maybe not. Okay, that sounds really
0: interesting. Uh, I love Insecure, but how many seasons are they in now? Is this the third I think so. Okay, I think I only saw season 2. And okay. I like I wait until it's
3: over and then I binge watch it, but it is so good. It's so good. Yeah, this is the third season and it's so good and yeah, I just I just like it. I like how the the characters are sort of just they're, you know, we're watching their lives change and not change and it's so like actual life you know everything that just like it feels like there's a bunch happening and nothing happening so and
0: i also feel like yeah i feel like Issa is so good and you know obviously i know there are other writers now on the show but some shows i feel like when they're trying to be current it feels very forced and insecure sort of effortlessly feels like a show that is very now
3: yes yeah. Very good. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I'm super into that. And just also like it's it's so funny. I love the interaction between the friends and like <laughs> how they have such a great sense of humor because that is also like I I we you know, that's how life is too. Like even when they're going through super dramatic issues in their lives they're still like laughing through them and and you know just having very very real friendships so i think that's like the the most accurate representation of friendship and regret on television that i've ever seen
0: oh a hundred percent my favorite trivia of insecure is that um they wrote like originally they brought on natasha rothwell i think to be a writer on the show and she was so funny they wrote a character for her (laughs)
3: Yes. Oh my gosh. She's so good. Um anything else you're watching? Yeah, I'm watching the final season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix and um I am I am saving BoJack Horseman to Oof. uh binge watch when I'm emotionally ready. I think it's going to take like a weekend yes. of Yes. You that's know, just a thing. weekend of like stillness,
0: Um, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So good. So funny, but definitely something you can watch whenever
3: Bojack. Ooh, this past season, it is really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. And I just, um, you know, I yeah, I just want to be ready for it. I love the show. I have a really good friend who does um some voice work on the show and some other friends. <gasps> who, that is I- who is it? Who is it? Well, I'm—I don't want to brag, but I am friends with Mr. Peanut Butter.
0: Oh my goodness! You mean the nicest man in the world?
3: <laughs> the nicest man in all of the universe? Yeah, Paul of he's Tompkins. Like, oh of my Tompkins God! What is a doll! A- a really sweet friend of mine, and I love him so much to the point where, like, it's difficult for me to see a character that he's playing go through anything difficult. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> I'm kind of like, can someone like, don't spoil it for me, but does anything bad happen to Mr. Peanut Butter? But I'll find out. But I just sure. need to be like, I need to, you know, prepare. I need to be ready. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like if anything uh, happens to, because Aparna also does a voice, and I'm like, yeah. If anything happens to these two characters, it's actually going to emotionally destroy me.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. So that's, I'm trying to get ready to handle that. And then, of course, in the meantime, just watching Great British Bake Off. Like, uh, that's the perfect yes. bomb for our times.
0: It truly is. And, like, I think I've recommended it a million times on this show, but it's truly, it does deserve it.
3: It is so cathartic to watch. Um, and I've been putting it off because, uh, you know, the new season with the new judges and, and, and presenters. I wasn't, I mean, I, I like all those people fine. And, but I wasn't sure how I would feel about them. And I thought I'd be like maybe hostile to not you know, to Prue instead of replacing Mary Berry. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love the mighty Boosh, but I felt like, Oh, how is that a fit? Um, but I love everybody and I, I feel a little like I'm cheating on the old cast.
0: Yeah. I think I was upset for like an episode and then I was like, Oh, you guys are all very charming and nice people. So I, yeah, I adapted.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, it's like, like unexpectedly liking your stepmother. Yes,
0: exactly. Uh, what are you, listening to right now? And that can be like music or podcasts or anything like that.
3: Oh, sure. I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a super huge Prince fanatic. And that's kind of exclusively what I listen to Prince and Prince associated music. (laughs) Um, So that's my main thing. And that's enough for anybody. So just uh, this past week, I've been really enjoying the new piano and a microphone release that came out. Which is just um, a a tape that they found in his vault and put out as an album, Mm -hmm. uh, recorded in 1983. And it's so amazing. It's just him on a piano doing a rehearsal. And it's hard to believe that this was a 24-year-old young man. And so you get to hear uh, a lot of songs that you know and love, um, some classics, you get to hear some unexpected covers, and some things that were never released. And also, it's just kind of amazing, because it's like, you know, he just sits down and does this and makes this magic. And he's so calm and self-assured and has such a great sense of humor and some of the songs that we know and love so well today are not finished yet. So you just get to hear like, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the song International Lover, Mm. there's a version of International Lover. On this tape, and it doesn't even appear to be about a plane yet. (laughs) So it's interesting. It's about an international lover, but it has nothing to do with uh, having sex on a plane at this juncture. So that's um, so
0: interesting because I like. I think a lot of people, you know, remember Prince as being this sort of mysterious figure, and like everybody, like knows all the funny Prince stories. But it is also important to remember he was legitimately like a musical genius.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he just always was, it's interesting. It's like, it's very interesting to me to see, like, this is a lot of, this is like a very bluesy version, mm-hmm. whereas he was like making popular music sort of at the time, or he was just a break out, just about to break out as a popular music, like megastar, but he's doing this like improvisational kind of, you know, just, Yeah, just amazing, funky blues music. And it's interesting to see like that not only was he like a genius over time, um, you know, but really that he had all the tools of his genius right then, Mm. you know, he was like he. I think people think of him a lot as like a genius, but also somebody who reinvented himself a lot and went through phases like, you know, the way that artists do different periods. But he was having all those phases all at one time. It was just that he was showing us certain things. But when you go back and you listen to this to this older stuff and like what he was doing, you're like, oh, he was. He encompassed all of these things and he was just showing us like, I don't know what we could handle.
0: Right. For sure. Um, and then yeah. finally, is there anything you're reading right now? And that can be, you know, like books or even if you have favorite websites you like to go to every day and, and read content there.
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm on Twitter all the time, uh-huh. um, even though it's we're probably in an unhealthy relationship at this point. <laughs> and I should probably we should probably take some time away from each other. Uh-huh. But I've also really the last book I read that I really enjoyed was Samantha Irby's Meaty. Um, oh, yeah, i, I I've really heard. Yeah, it was so good. And I just love her. And I think she is so super funny. And, um, yeah, so I loved that. And I'm also reading, uh, an advanced copy of busy Phillips's book. This will only hurt a little, um, which is not coming out until October. And, um, it's just, I think it's going to knock people's socks off. She's uh, wonderful. She's wonderful. And full disclosure, she is also my boss. I work on her upcoming television show for E!, her late night talk show. And, um, so yeah, so I'm on my second reading of her book and I just really enjoy it and really enjoy her voice. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's great. And I think so many people will relate very strongly to it.
0: That's so cool. Can you talk more about the show or is it sort of hush hush right now?
3: I don't think it's super hush-hush. It's like uh, a talk show on E! Sunday through Wednesday nights starting October 28th at 10 p.m. It's a half hour, and it's just going to be, you know, sort of like, I don't know. I just think of it as like a real treat that you can enjoy at the end of your day. 10 o'clock seems to be like when we're all looking for something, whether we're looking in the fridge or we're like, you know, just trying to take care of ourselves a little bit before the next day. It's just like a super fun hangout with some friends and celebrity friends. And um, and just yeah, I just think that people are going to look forward to it like you look forward to like a little chips and guac at Mm -hmm. night
0: or (laughs) honestly that sounds like the perfect alternative to twitter
3: yeah exactly right (laughs) i'm just trying to fix my own life through my own job
0: (laughs) (laughs) thanks again to cassie please go follow her on twitter at cassie again let her know that you love the interview uh they uh, really appreciate that when they hear from you guys all of the uh, people i interview and right now guys here is your bad news
1: talking Mm. about that bad news
0: All right, we got to talk about Michelle Obama talking about George W. Bush. Uh, I just periodically feel like I need to remind people that George W. Bush is a war
1: criminal and should be in jail.
2: Yep, he's it's, terrible. I it's
1: know, worse. and it's sad that he seems so harmless. Within to- living
2: memory of all of us sitting in this room, has done terrible things. Yes, yes.
0: yeah. So the reason I'm bringing this up is Michelle Obama is making the uh, rounds on TV, because she is uh, launching the new uh, Obama Foundation program called Global Girls Alliance. So she's promoting that everywhere. It's a good program, good cause, but she was on the Today Show, and the person interviewing her brought up that moment that everyone went nuts about, which was they were at a funeral, right? Or yeah, something? it was John McCain's funeral. John McCain's funeral. Uh, something I wasn't crying about, <laughs> nor should anyone have been crying about it. But uh, she was sitting either next to or by George W. Bush, and he handed her something, and they had like it, what was called a cute moment together. Where they were uh, he handed her something, and it turned out that he handed her a mint. And people were like, "Oh, isn't that cute? The war criminal handed Michelle Obama a mint. And so Michelle Obama called him her, quote unquote, partner in crime.
1: but in what context?
0: Uh. Which again, <laughs> phrasing. yeah, like yeah. let's remember that George W. Bush actually committed crimes. a lot of crimes. I mean, and while well, while we're at it, so did Obama. Okay. But, maybe don't call him your partner in crime because like michelle obama actually uh had nothing to do with the (laughs) iraq invasion or occupation and Mm -hmm. why affix yourself to a war criminal michelle see
1: half of me is like the media blowing this up as like a cute moment whatever whatever he handed her a cough drop yeah but this response makes me uncomfortable Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You're right. It was a cough drop, not a mint. I'm sorry. Fake news, everybody. I'm oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no. You're right. Something to put in your mouth.
2: <laughs> you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why <are> you apologize? <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> I was
2: like, I was wrong. I mean, like, I th- I think it's a demonstration of well-meaning liberals again trying to, like, reach across the aisle and be civil to people regardless of politics. I'm making like air quotes right now. Right. Um. <laughs> Thank you for telling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's like. <sighs>
0: So frustrating. Yeah. And like, also we don't have to be civil with war criminals. Yeah. Um, we don't have to be civil with people who are trying to strip rights away from people who are trying to tear families apart,
2: which, which fact- weirdly Hillary Clinton just came out and said, yeah. like that will be uncivil and stuff, which I'm like, okay. Mm.
1: I don't know though. I feel like we can't get dirty. Uh I feel so many feelings about the next election that it's giving me anxiety.
0: See, I feel like, I, speaking of Michelle Obama, the whole when they go low, we go high thing, that doesn't fucking work.
1: I know, but I also think, though, that, like, we're not going to, oh, my God, I was watching this clip. I can't remember who she was interviewing. Uh, Sarah Silverman from her show. Anyways, sorry. Um, but whoever she had on was saying that, like, it was there we're not gonna win like a dirty contest like it's always gonna go lower we're not gonna win and by we i'm meaning anyone who's not a trump supporter yeah i think we're talking
0: about two separate things you're talking about like personal insults and stuff like that
1: or even just like general not not even personal insults just campaign tactic wise
0: yeah. Yeah. Like sme- like the Carl Rove playbook. I'm talking more about, we're going to get to this story in a second, but
1: did you see the Proud
0: Boys? Uh, okay. So we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah. A bunch of uh, neo-Nazis jumped mm. somebody and it the NYPD stood by and let it happen. And then Fox News spun it that it was uh, Antifa being uh, violent, which was not true. In terms of confronting fascists when mm-hmm. liberals are like yeah but we can't sing to their level that is the only language fascists speak that is why uh, war was fought <laughs> you yeah. know like that people didn't
2: just sit down in a room and hash it out because you, you can't do that with fascists mm-hmm. um yeah i definitely um believe in bashing back in situations like that like mm-hmm. there there's oh. this bumper sticker that says like this queer bashes back and i'm like yeah mm-hmm. if if you come for me like
1: yeah <laughs> that scares me no you it, you have it to is fight scary wrong. it is i mean fucking scary. yeah like
2: uh, it's sort of it
0: reminds me of like when a kid gets beat on in school and it's like yeah at I agree, a certain I agree point it's that. like they you know if no one's helping them they should be able to defend themselves and saying like just rise above it it's like
1: no, no uh, no i agree on that level yeah
0: yeah i just
1: mean like overall sure can't be
0: Sure. I also think you bring up an interesting point because the only strategy that I think will result in liberals winning is a hopeful message. Mm-hmm. So that's why Obama won. Obama had no substance in his campaign messaging. He was just like hope change, change. and people were like yes cuz that's like a drug for people yeah. when they're really unhappy. And someone I mean essentially that's what Trump was saying too where yeah. he's like I'm going to change
2: the government. I'm going to yeah. make it work for you. I think as far as campaign messaging goes um like what what Allison is saying, yes. Um and part of part of it is stopping stopping to reaching across the aisle, not in, like, a bad way or not in, like, um, being, um, but, as in, like, full-throatedly saying a liberal message, like, free healthcare, or free college, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and sticking by it and having this, instead of trying to placate Republicans who will never be placated. Yes, yes, yes. Right.
0: yes, yes. Uh, yes. so <laughs> speaking of the Proud Boys, uh, the incident I was talking about, took place in Manhattan, of course, because that's the only pl- place these guys feel confident when they can walk around. Um, and it was after the Metropolitan Republican Club of New York invited Gavin McInnes uh, to speak. And so these videos spread very quickly on Twitter, showing fights in the streets. Um, who instigated the violence is still being disputed, but people who were there, uh said that the proud boys um jumped this
2: uh individual and like beat the shit out of them it was like three different people Mm -hmm. right and then the cops arrested the victims and not the proud boys
0: right and the cops also stood by while the beatings were happening Mm -hmm. just letting it happen which again the cops are always like well we don't want to choose sides it's like right but when you do that you're choosing the fascist side (laughs) because when they're beating the shit out of someone and you don't intervene yeah you're helping them um so uh, Christopher Wright shared a Facebook live video and wrote, uh, leaving the Gavin McGuinness event at the Metropolitan Republican Club in Manhattan, which was a very peaceful gathering, by the way, then uh, then approximately about 50 Antifa were waiting outside when we left, question mark, uh, exclamation point. Uh, They followed us for a block, then jumped us. Let's just say it didn't turn out good for the beta liberals. Hashtag proud boys. And in the video while they're beating up people, they're saying like, "Um, are you brave now, F word? Uh, Like a bunch of Nazis would, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So people who were there, like the journalists who were covering the event, basically said that a bunch of Nazis jumped people. And that They, the Nazis, perceived, like, Antifa even being there as
2: aggression. Yeah. Uh, Um, And then, of course, Fox Fox, News reported it as um, the Antifa were the ones beating people up. Right. um, Which means that millions of Americans now believe that Antifa were beating up innocent uh, little proud boys who did nothing wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Yeah, I'll I'll link to this
0: whole uh, heavy article at our Lipson page because um, it has all of the different like takes and all of the the journalists who were like
2: tweeting uh, video and and photos and all of that. Oh, um, and the NYPD um, put out a statement saying something like, "We're gonna look into it and find <laughs> out who's responsible because violence is never acceptable." Blah blah. And I'm like, you were literally there. You this were happened, standing like, there outside a precinct.
0: Yeah. You were standing there. And also, if we're going to talk about acts of aggression, a bunch of Proud Boys being anywhere is the original act of aggression. And whenever the Antifa show up, the Antifa, by nature, are a defensive measure. Um, They're not offensive. If there are no fascists, the Antifa don't show up because there's nothing to be anti in that situation. So, they're a defensive measure. So, for a bunch of Nazis to be like, well, you were being aggressive because you confronted us. It's like, no, because you're a bunch of fascists. (laughs) Yeah. That's the whole movement. uh,
1: I just have such a hard time wrapping my head around how these things happen and mm, people are evil.
0: I mean, again, there's a reason they were in Manhattan. That's the only place that... And that's also the only place I've ever seen MAGA hats. Like
1: oh my god did you see the video of kanye wearing the maga hat talking about what it means to him
0: oh which one i mean i feel like that's all he does now it was
1: disgusting yeah
0: Yeah. was it the one
2: where he was talking about how he didn't have a hillary's uh campaign made him feel emasculated and that he
0: has too many women in his family basically where he's like and at home you know
1: so i did it and i was like bitch
0: Get we all got daddy for that.
1: issues. <laughs> we all have daddy issues. We all got daddy issues and they manifest differently, but like, uh, that was gross. Yeah. Anyways, I, I I forgot about, about that actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I loved when
0: he blamed his own family. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Oh, you're I talking mean, about that's the mother
2: of your children's uh, yeah, sisters seriously. and mom? Cool, cool, cool. Good way to talk about them. That's what the far right gives people permission to do though, is to lean into toxic masculinity, right. not deal with their issues, not learn how to be like a functioning member of society and just uh get in fights and you know yeah yell f slurs about it
0: right well speaking of toxic masculinity the reason i'm putting these two stories together is i think it's all part of the same toxic masculinity fascist uprising thing so trump just had a rally in iowa and this time he was talking about senator diane feinstein and the crowd started chanting lock her up (laughs) <laughs> like they used to chant about Hillary,
1: just locking up
0: all the women. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird how they want to lock up uh, powerful women? So here's I mean, the I, thing:
1: I did say that I did want to lock up all men and just use them for reproduction. Purposes. But
0: I agree with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand that I swung the other way, <laughs> very hard. But it, it
0: was an overcorrection, okay? Yes.
1: And I don't actually think that.
0: Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> so. Here's the thing uh, I'm not a fan of Hillary Clinton or Diane Feinstein. Do I think they should be locked up for being powerful women who speak in public no. no. And it's also very telling. Like People called bullshit on this when it was happening during the campaign, when people were chanting, lock her up about Hillary. Because the right was like, no, because she committed a crime and we want her held accountable. It's like, that's not what this is about. This is about you hating a woman and thinking she should go to jail because she's daring to run for the presidency. Mm-hmm. And now this is just proof of it. Because it's like, what's your deal with Diane Feinstein?
2: Also, the fact that mobs of Trump supporters uh, want him to lock up his political opponents is troubling. Right, it's
1: terrifying. Also, just anyone chanting ever scary. Right. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so the
0: reason Trump even <laughs> brought <braids>. up <laughs> Feinstein is uh, he was like asking, "Did you leak the documents about her?" And then people started shouting, "Lock her up!" That's um, a natural jump uh yeah so and i it's never a coincidence that it's just um women oh by when i say documents it was during the ford testimony and um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Uh ford originally sent the letter to feinstein and then it got to the media so a lot of people on the right were like feinstein deliberately leaked it but what even so i'm like who the fuck cares if she leaked it good (laughs) great um but anyway so they it's not a coincidence that it's always about women when they chant that yeah they got uh women issues yes uh but on that note that's enough of the bad let's get to the good (laughs) here's your good news (laughs) Woohoo! good Okay, so we talked a lot about the fascists. Uh, Speaking of which, in Germany, 6,000 fascists just gathered uh, for a protest and there were a lot of disturbing images of them marching and blah, blah, blah. So uh, people in Germany organized and they were like, hey, we should have a counter protest and a shit ton of people turned out. There's all different counts as happens whenever there is a huge gathering like this. But the number I've been seeing uh, floated around a lot is 200,000 people turned wow. out. And that was really encouraging because the original reports were like, wow, look at all these fascists who turned out, and then way more people. I mean, 6,000 versus 200,000. That's the comforting message I want you guys yes. to leave with. There are way more of us. That doesn't mean we'll be safe, because historically, like, the Nazis were a minority, right? Yeah, and they were a very small party. That very small party. Uh, that's why it's important to aggressively confront fascists when they don't have power of the government yet yeah. and just stomp them early. But uh, 200,000 versus 6,000, mm-hmm. there's more of us. We just gotta turn out, we gotta you know, squash fascism when it's in its early stages. And
2: also uh, never lose sight of the fact that even if they were the majority, they would still be wrong. Right, exactly. Because uh, democracy is not true like de- you don't democratically decide about things yeah. like that like uh, fascism slavery, is always slavery bad slavery
0: was legal f- in the United States it was codified into the law that didn't make it right or just um, that was a law that should have been broken and there's a lot of laws in the United States like technically the law right now is that if you are an undocumented individual you can be uh, um torn away from your family and kicked out of the country that's a law that doesn't make it right mm-hmm. um, but yeah good point
1: good point
2: yeah. so fuck yeah Germany
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, Germany. Stand
2: up to fascism mm-hmm. always.
0: So, also in good news. Beep, beep. Um speaking of deportation as well, in Ireland, man, there's so many cool stories coming out of Ireland, like the young people in Ireland just being progressive as fuck and mm-hmm. changing laws. So, in Ireland, um a 14-year-old Tullamore schoolboy whose classmates mounted a campaign against his deportation, has been granted leave to remain in Ireland along with his mother and brother. Students and teachers at Nanso Mujeki's school, Tullamore College, had protested uh, outside Leinster House and presented a petition to uh, Minister for Justice Charlie Flanagan in an attempt to stop the deportation order, which was issued last June. So this is a classmate of theirs, 14-year-old kid, who was uh, about to get kicked out of the country along with his family, and his classmates rallied uh, around him and mm-hmm. got thousands of signatures on a petition and presented them to the government, and they saved their classmate. And That's I was badass. Like, That's fucking awesome. I truly really love that. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, you can uh, find video online of um, him walking into the classroom and being like very emotional, and his classmates like hugging him,
2: and it was so lovely and nice. Uh-huh. Also, this is a great organizing idea for yep. any of you out there in college high school or younger uh, any you are any,
0: no i mean i elementary school kids are like organizing now it, yeah it's really awesome
1: i heard the saddest story oh my god what are you
0: going to tell it in the good news section
1: <laughs> i'm sorry never mind no go ahead what no, is it um my friend was saying that uh her high school mascot was the indians uh-huh. and her school like all the students organized to change it and she went back and looked at her high school website the other day and it was still the Indians uh, and she, was
2: so mad.
1: she was like what? are you
2: kidding me?" on the other it's hand students organizing and realizing that they can't affect change within the system is, like is actually a powerful yes, like yeah. when we at my college um they took a there were, it was already a Baptist college, like it was already pretty far right, but um, the Southern Baptist took it over and it became like much worse. Mm. Um, and a bunch of us uh, students and alumni and professors kind of organized against that and we didn't change a damn thing. Yeah, and I it was mean, formative That, that for can, a lot that of can us.
0: radicalize people, yeah. right? Because if you can't make change from within the parameters of the system, that might inspire you to do direct action yeah. um, and more or more radical acts in general, and that can also be a very good thing, exactly. in terms of affecting change. Yeah, it's important to. I feel like my generation, the the generation that like protested the Iraq War uh like i was at the protest in london where there were a million people who mm-hmm. turned out and it was like oh there's so many of us surely we're gonna stop this thing and then we didn't that was like a very valuable lesson that radicalized tons of people because mm-hmm. it was like we did the thing we we're supposed to do we protested peacefully and it didn't do anything so it's like cool noted we'll remember that forever like we yeah, tried yeah, to do yeah, the yeah. thing that you always tell us to do and it didn't fucking work no. um and then really radical actions like came out of that right like whether it's black lives matter or occupy wall street Mm -hmm. these actions that felt and looked different it was because it was that generation who like took the lessons where it's like right you never listen to us you don't care when we petition you what else do we have to do uh wildcat strikes occupying Mm -hmm. like physically occupying spaces radical actions yeah um but yeah good point faith so also well, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to save these for hour two. Yeah, I'm going to save those. Guys, um, did you know you've been listening to a 100% listener supported show? <laughs> yeah. It's friggin' true. Light Treason News, everybody. Please go to lighttreason.news and smash that donate button to keep us going.
1: Smash, smash.
0: For as little as $5 a month or a one time donation. You can keep the show free. You can keep the show ad free. It's in your hands. You can do it. In your powerful your little hands. Little <laughs> pockets. In your little pockets. That your so little, little hands
1: go into. Y- y'all really cute. You you cute little hands. I have a crush on all of you. What's happening right now?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Also go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. You can sign up at the $5 a month level to get all of those bonus episodes. There is a $1 a month level where you can get like a lot of content and my writing. But in terms of the bonus episodes, that's $5 a month and higher. $10 a month and higher, you get to do the online hangouts every month. They're very fun
1: um is there anything you guys want to plug yes um on friday october 19th at the under saint mark's theater oh boy yeah i should be plugging yep. this yeah. Yeah. um it uh we have a show trash our improv team has a show uh their shows th-
2: are always so much fun th- Thank It you.
1: literally is so much fun. <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't it's invite a, a lot of people to it's shows it's a but damn good show it's a good show yeah, yeah. um it is called hot goss, but because it's spooky Halloween, we're doing hot goth. <laughs> we just
0: <laughs> shot the promo for it the other day and it's very Amazing. weird. We
1: just got the photos as we speak and it's kind of <laughs> hysterical. It's me in a wig. I <laughs> showed it to <till> Faith <laughs> oh, did it you? Okay, with no context. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, ha Okay, I take it back.
0: I like the dark hair.
1: No, you look good. I look so
0: pale you with look it, so though. Scary.
1: I think Shem helped Fucked it out. Fucked with the
0: resolution. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, so I would come to that if you are free. Um, also, guys, I think my podcast is starting back up. <gasps> Ooh.
0: Yes. I was going to ask you about it, but I didn't want to. I'm changing it.
1: the format. Yeah. I got a new Wait, that producer. sounded like I didn't
0: care, but I didn't want to like bring it up if you were like I was stressed Touchy about way. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's going to come back with a new format, um, but all of the episodes from season one are still up there. So go give them a listen if you haven't. It's also called- a
0: good show. Great guests. I'm not just saying that because I was one of the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Other great guests as
2: well uh faith you have a upcoming trip yes i do. Yes, do um i am taking an amtrak train around the country i'm going to be writing hey. pretty much non-stop i'm going to visit family as it turns out um since my parents are visiting my sister and i'm going to see my sister um and my brother lives out in la now i'm going to actually see my entire immediate family on this trip that's oh, awesome I love that. um and if you want to i'm going to be posting like updates and stuff on my blog, on my Patreon, um, on Instagram. But if you want like more content, if you want a chance to win the book that comes out of this or a guaranteed signed copy of the book, um, I got a couple different levels you can sign up for um, to support, which would be really great. Um, Especially since uh, my roommates just told me I have to move out by December 1st. Oh yeah. I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, Yeah. We can talk about um, it. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it on air. We can talk about it. It's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it would be really great if you guys went, uh, signed up. Um, you can sign up for my Patreon. Um, go to rosesandrevolutionaries.com, which is my blog. Um, I got a whole bunch of good stuff up there, and that'll have links to the Amtrak trip, um, the PayPal, Patreon, all that shit. All that good shit. all
0: that good shit. Uh, anything else that you've seen or eaten lately that's made you happy? I've yes. reduced it to two things now. Either you've <laughs> seen, seen it or, or you've
1: eaten it. What if you saw it and then you ate it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: nice. Also great. Um, Halloween decorations. We're talking about pussy, right? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, not lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single.
0: It's okay. it's okay. Single's a good place to be.
1: No, it's great. Discovering yourself. Um, uh, we're nearing too close to the end to tell this story, but I'll tell it. Do again. you want to tell it on the next episode? Yeah, I will.
2: Okay. Okay. Um but yeah, Halloween decorations are great.
0: Oh, uh I'm Hall- so excited for the Halloween. second I start to see like fake cobwebs. Who are you guys gonna be? I don't know. I really On a train. <laughs> <laughs> on a train.
1: Okay, valid palette. Uh, a train passenger. Murder on a murdered train passenger murder, <laughs> That would be funny <laughs> murder if that was your costume. Express, <laughs> I'm I was the one who's murdered. I'm the body. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh I I'm probably just gonna throw something together. You we're gonna be
1: Jessica Fletcher. I right? know. I don't
0: have time, like, to uh, put together a costume. I feel
1: like you could wear your Shauna wig and then
0: could do that.
1: Do glasses. I know, I'm not going to press you into it. I'm going to be Miss Frizzle. Maybe nice. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, maybe I will do it then. <laughs> I think you could totally do it. Yeah
0: and it's like but uh, yeah it's always that question of do i want a funny
1: halloween costume or you, like hot look cute i'm being sexy miss frizzle miss <laughs> <laughs> frizzle got, went to the club uh, no clear icon though uh, yes right. uh sexy for rachel I'll so just, like, like i have a buttoned up shirt from and...
0: like the waist up i'll be jessica fletcher and then like a short skirt <laughs> i'm slutty jessica fletcher uh yeah Great. all right i just <laughs> i won't do that don't worry it'll be okay guys uh anything else anything you've seen or eaten every time i say eaten i'm like rachel surely has something and then
1: i oh um uh, (laughs) i like haven't i've been very overwhelmed
0: yeah same
1: (laughs) um so i feel like i haven't been like Eating anything that exciting, or I haven't been cooking that much, which is rare for me. Mm. I am gonna cook today. I really want to bake bread. Um, I haven't. Yes, baking bread is the absolute. Oh, because I moved, yeah. I have a new apartment. My kitchen is so much bigger <gasps> and nicer than my old. Yeah, and your place is dope. My oven, thank you. My oven. Um, at my old place was so shitty, and everything would cook unevenly. So I feel like I haven't like truly like been happy in ba- like I don't know when I'm. Do you happy. have a
0: regular think, size oven? I
1: have a regular wow. oven. I have, and it, you don't have to do that tick, 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 right. tick thing to turn it on. I have a full-size fridge. This is the first apartment where I've had a full-size fridge. Wow. And I only have to share it with one person. So, like, I don't know. I'm really happy, guys.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. We have a regular-sized fridge. I think our oven is one of, like, the
2: smaller mm-hmm. apartment ovens. Uh, not as nice,
0: small though. as my old place. <laughs>
2: that was, like, a doll No, It was <laughs> so small. It was so tiny. We, like, could barely put anything in it for Thanksgiving, oh, I remember. what are oh, you guys yeah. doing for Thanksgiving this year? TV um, eating? not a damn thing. I mean, I'm gonna obviously be here because cat sitting... Right. Um, do you want to do Friendsgiving again? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool.
1: There's a chance I might be going to the Hamptons for my friends... Because uh, she's coming back from London, maybe, mm. um, so I can meet her baby. But oh, you're gonna meet a baby? I uh, hopefully if they if they come. I mean, she just had the baby a few months. I ago. said that and Desi perked <laughs> up like what, I was like, like I'm, I'm the
0: baby. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby. <laughs> a
1: human baby, Desi. You're the baby,
0: Desi. Calm down. <laughs> He's like no, <laughs> uh, not good enough. Words, nothing, mm. action, <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something about. Did
1: you re- or see anything? <sighs>
0: You said bread, and I perked up. Um, I'm gonna
1: bake. I'm thinking about making some garlic and herb challah.
0: I know. Mm. When you were like, I've been very overwhelmed lately. I was gonna say I know that because yesterday we were like hanging out, and all of a sudden Rachel just stares into like the middle distance, and she goes, "I gotta get home and clean my room." And we were just like, (laughs) "Okay."
1: (laughs) Also, you guys were talking about so many things that had been happening in our group chat, and I go. what? did i miss oh her? yeah like, did i miss that
0: eric like messaged the group and was like we got to be out of our apartment by december 1st and we were talking about that and rachel was like what like you had missed I that had missed he said that?"
1: and they were like faith is going on a train trip and i was like what <laughs> And they're like, it's been all over and i was like i just have not been present i mean it's also you fine you making not a web be... series girl like, Yeah, you a lot have going on episode
0: life oh do you
1: yeah, I again I got so overwhelmed. Did you ever see when I, I sent you
0: like the info about submitting to that festival? No. Oh my god, there was a, a short series festival deadline, and I sent it to the group.
1: Oh, I wouldn't have been done by then. Okay. It's going to take a while cool, to cool,
0: get cool. It edited and stuff.
2: Uh, I'm just going to start texting you stuff.
1: I think you should. Yeah. I, I,
2: I mean, your guys' group chat is insane. Like, I don't know. I, I, I see I everything.
0: Hasn't, we get like maybe four or five messages a day. It's not,
1: I've that's just it. Been very overwhelmed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, okay, Rachel's fine. I'm okay. Uh, please follow her on Twitter at uh,
1: Real Slim Chada. But more importantly, Instagram. I deleted Twitter. <laughs> Did you? I just like don't have it on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it exists. You can follow me. Uh, it's just under your regular name for Rachel Instagram. Rachel
0: Chada, yeah, Rachel Chada. Uh, and follow Faith at Bohemian Faith. Faith is also on, on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Allison Kilkenny on everywhere because I'm not creative. <laughs> I guess. And uh, please go to lighttreason.news, support the show, smash that donate button. Thank you so much for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble.
1: Love you.